I have in studio with me my dear old dad, and Walter is an expert on accounting and, and legalities, kind of how they intersect. And one of the things we're talking about today is election integrity. But when you look at what's going on today because of Beijing Biden, you hear the connections to China through the conversation with Peter. There's no accidente that we are where we are. And this food supply issue, you talk about all the millions of acres that we've allowed China to buy. Why are we letting our enemy buy our land? That, th- there's nothing about that that makes sense. Why are the legislators allowing that? Why on earth are they not saying, yeah, we're not selling you land in, in U.S.? We're not selling our enemy, Chinese Communist Party, CCP, land in, in U.S.? Are we that greedy that we can't say no to a, an enemy to buy our land? And put us in this predicament we're now in? That's insane. So here we are, Dad. Welcome back to Success Happens. Great to have you with me. Good to be here. Yeah. So, Dad, you're working on election integrity. And we're looking at a couple of things, guys. We're looking at election integrity or fraud, election fraud in 2020. And it happened. And election integrity in 2022 to make sure it doesn't happen. Now, I'm pretty sure it's happening right now because the governor and his buddies expanded all the mailboxes for drop-ins, okay? And we know from 2,000 Mules that the movie, that they are stuffing, they stuff the ballot boxes. We have that on video. The problem here is in Hartford County, and I talked to a couple individuals from Hartford last night, and they were unable to be on with us. One is afraid to be on with us because of, of, look, retribution happens. So... Harford County deleted, lost, let's say, uh, got rid of evidence from surveillance cameras that would have showed the abuse and the illegal acts. And by the way, they're federal crimes. Let's start with where are we on election fraud in 2020 so that we can then deal quickly with the next election coming up? Well, it's a loaded question. Yeah, it's a loaded question. I think, let me rephrase your question a little bit. We heard Peter Busey, and and now you've switched subjects, but there's a common element here, and that is the element of deception and identification. Now, for for 30 years, I've been working with identification matters, and it's amazingly, it all comes together like this. When you talk about election integrity, what you're really talking about is, is there a one-for-one correlation with the people who are supposed to vote with the people who do vote or the people counted? And this identification, the lack, you talk about the lack of identification in the money chain and the money supply, the same problem is in the voter integrity. It's a question of how do you count? This is an accounting matter, an engineering matter, for the money or for the votes. Now, I I disagree with what you said about the identification and the cameras and the like. I spoke to a security friend of mine and a friend of yours from 30 years ago, and I learned something yesterday. 
What I learned is that the cameras that are supposed to be furnishing security on the drop boxes do not work. They haven't had they haven't had tape cameras for 20 years. The cameras have memories in them. And if you don't check them, you don't know anything. You have no chain of custody over votes in Maryland, basically. Now, this is this is shocking. So chain of custody, explain what that means. Well, in a bank, you 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 follow the bucks and the bucks go into the person's bank accounts and you know who owns each penny of the uh, the same thing is true for votes. There's supposed to be a one for one correlation between the people that are legally allowed to vote and the people who do vote. Well, we don't even know who voted. You can't tell. Well, Cause, because they separated the... Because they separate the names and addresses from the ballots. And not only that, there is no chain of custody from the time that the paper gets sent out in the mail and comes back into the drop box. And the guy walks up. We have eyewitnesses to the effect. You walk up and you dump a couple hundred votes into the drop box. You don't even know who's dropping them in there. And there's no way to check. And there's no way to count. And now, instead of eight drop boxes, for example, in Frederick County, with eight purported video machines on them, and none of them have a chain of custody or... A, a a methodology of counting that is secure. It just, it's ridiculous. And the same thing as you've been talking about as to the, who owns our food supply and who controls our food supply. If you don't have accounting and proper identification across the board on the whole society, you have, what do you have? You have chaos, and eventually you have a breakdown, and I'm afraid that's where we are, and that's a very, very scary matter. For this reason, I have set up a a separate organization, a 501c3 organization, to scientifically analyze these kind of things, and so it. I, I just hope we get there quick enough. We know that Governor Hogan and those in power in legislature in, in Maryland, uh, Annapolis, increased by 167, I think is the number, uh, drop boxes across the state. Here's the problem. In addition to what Walter has just said, we first have to identify the issue. We've got to be able to track it. And if people are destroying evidence, we can't track it, we can't prosecute, and we can't correct it. Okay? So we're not in control of our elections. Now, this Linda Lohman, who's been in in since Glenn Denning in Annapolis, runs the Board of Elections for the state of Maryland. And I spoke with somebody on an election board. I won't say who. And actually somebody else from a different county who worked in an election office. They are convinced that there's corruption in in these boards. And, and I'm not saying everybody. 
I'm seeing a select few enough to damage and destroy the system from within. But this low man should be removed. And frankly, if we can't remove her, there's an issue because who's in charge here, right? So the other issue is the FBI. And, Dad, you and I have talked about the FBI. They're housed within the Department of Justice, just as the U.S. Marshals are. They're sub-agencies within the agency. The justice system is broken. It's at least broken. It's probably corrupt. We know that FBI is compromised and corrupt. In the cases of these election fraud, is it something where the FBI, if they were functioning as intended to, would be the agency to whom we would reach out to get this fixed? Well, well, no, not really. Under the Constitution, uh, each state is supposed to control themselves and the FBI handles matters like RICO and things like that. Now, if they're not if they're not functioning, they're they're not functioning. That's all. You've got to do something. But else. these are federal crimes. The other thing I want to say is, <clears throat> when deleted evidence. So let's say in the case of Harford County, we know that this has occurred elsewhere, where they had footage on video of people doing illegal acts with the election. I'm not making that up. We have the we have the information. Two thousand mules. You just have to watch the movie. Okay. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza produced it. It's phenomenal. And it's worth watching several times. But the point is they have the evidence. But if they delete the evidence, there's a term called spoilation of evidence. Explain spoilation of evidence, Dad. If they delete these videos, they delete the 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 evidence that we have ballot stuffing, which is uh, illegal. No, no, no. Wait a minute. I never said they deleted the videos. What I said was... Well, I'm telling you they have in Hartford County. I know that for a fact. Well, they don't even have videos. Some don't. Some do. Spoilation is where there is a written document of one kind or another that is destroyed. Okay? There's another term called fabrication of evidence. That's where you put fake evidence in. All of these matters are part of the fraud scheme. Now, the FBI is supposed to handle fraud. Maryland has its own department that's supposed to handle fraud. The fact is, nobody is handling fraud. Nobody's handling the the voter fraud. And if, if people can stuff ballot boxes... And if there's no chain of custody over the counts, which appears to be the the truth of the matter that we are now investigating in the past election, we can forget about the past election. The question really becomes, how are we going to be straight ever in controlling anything in our government when you don't know who's who? So on that note, I want to I want to put you brought in 2022, which is great. So let's talk about that. First of all, everybody, since we don't know if there's verification of evidence, we don't have any eyes on on what's happening. So it's happening in the cloak of darkness across the state in in so many ballot boxes. Now, it's going to be hard to track. But if you go or you live near a ballot box, we need to start taking videos. And by the way, they don't do this at four o'clock in the afternoon. They don't do it at 9 in the morning. They do it at 2 a.m., 2.30 a.m., 3 a.m. 
because there is no open for business sign on the back boxes. They can be uh, uh, gotten to at any time of day, which is part of the problem because you cannot monitor it 24-7. So corruption is happening. That's a fact. So, so when you look at 2022, everybody, you've got to take, first of all, take pictures of your own ballots. Take pictures of the stamp if you're mailing it in and, and the date that you mailed it. We need to have election judges and poll watchers that are out there holding people to account. And we need to attend to these ballot boxes to the best of our ability. Robin Sachs, who has, has done a fabulous job in, in addressing some of these things, has suggested that each candidate set aside money to require an audit and a uh, paper count within each uh, jurisdiction. You have that right to do that. But really what we need to do is go to paper ballots, voter IDs. Why is it you can't walk into um, a bar if you're even 21? you got to show your ID. You can't get on a plane without an ID. If I go to the hospital, i got to give them my ID and information. They verify I am who I am so I don't commit medical insurance fraud. But they can't have the courage and the intellect to oversee our elections in a way that makes sure that, to Dad's point, we have one person, one vote. Anything else is ballot harvesting, and it's illegal. So I want to thank you, Dad, for coming on. And Are you working right now on anything in election integrity or election uh, fraud that that is going to make a difference because I think what we need is a temporary restraining order on some of these things to stop the illegal activity. Well, the answer is yes. I'm I'm working on something, but I'm not. I cannot speak about it at the moment. Okay. All right. Got it. So, know that everyone, there are people across the state and across the country who are still working to make sure that we protect our twenty. 22 election and ensure that it is safe and fair and whatever the wherever the chips may fall if it's an honest election so be it okay now i also want to make a make a comment uh and then we're going to wrap up the show on my thoughts on the central committee here in frederick county so this is going to be a local conversation but i i have looked at who are our america first people everybody if you're not voting for people who have declared themselves as America first, quite frankly, you don't know what you're getting. If they're not willing to say, I stand for America first and Americans first, if they aren't willing to put us first, why on earth would you give them a leadership position in politics of any sort? So Central Committee, I want to just give a shout out to a few people that I recommend for the Central Committee. We're going to continue looking at this, and I am asking a few people. But first of all, Ralph Segrist, who I've had on here, has, has tremendous experience in multiple states. He knows the political system. He's a veteran, and I would love to see him as the president of the Central Committee. Secondly, Patty Price. I haven't met her personally, but I know she has a huge commitment to uh, saving our country and so forth. And this, guys, this starts at the local level. Robert Fisher. I know Robert. He's a veteran. He's a very smart guy on organizational issues. He'd be great on the team. Jesse Pippi has been a great delegate for me. He has been there when I needed him uh, during the 2020 takedown, 21 takedown of our economy. 
by those in power. So when I needed his help, he was there for me. And I appreciate Jesse Pippi. I think he'll bring his leadership to the Central Committee as a legislator. Connie Onspa has been instrumental in doing hard work out there. Shout out to Connie. She also runs the Women's Republican Club. So God bless Connie for all the hard work you do. Rebecca Schmelick, wife of Tony Schmelick, who's been a county council member. And Rebecca's great. I know she will be America first. Shelly Alloy, who's been an alderman. She ran as a candidate for lieutenant governor. She's incredibly smart. She's an incredible analyst. She knows how to follow the money. She will be great with the Central Committee. She's well-versed in those things in politics. There's two other slots, and I'm not going to say yet who I think those should be, but you guys, you got to vote for Central Committee and be mindful of who you vote. Don't go and put the same, same in. We need new blood. Everybody have a great week. You're listening to Success Happens on Free Talk 930 WFMD. Be back next Saturday morning at 9 a.m.